You're listening to the Rossa Report, where information is power and knowledge is freedom. Now, your host, Michael Rossa. All right, welcome to this episode of the podcast. Today I have a special podcast episode for you singers out there. And this is going to be an episode to help you guys learn some insight and some knowledge that I've taken in over the past 30 years of being a lead vocalist and a main harmony singer in every band that I've ever been in, including the current band I've been in for 19 years, how you can take some advice and and insight to preserve your voice and keep your voice healthy over the winter months that are absolutely the hardest to get through. But this advice is also going to be for any time of year, how to keep your voice in a good, healthy state and keep it performing well night after night without any issues and without any worry at all. This episode is going to give you a bunch of tips and tricks and things that I've learned over many, many years as being a singer. But also, I studied voice for over six years, and I taught voice for five years back when I lived in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and taught voice to many, many vocal students, many of who which are performing currently in the scene locally and throughout Wisconsin and a little bit in Illinois as well. So a lot of these things I've learned over the time of me putting it into practice and also what I've learned with studying with other top vocal teachers. Roger Love and Brett Manning are the two voice teachers that I studied with and learned a lot of things from them and used a lot of the things that they put into practice. Also me being a nutrition coach, I can tell you from an angle of nutrition and diet and what you're putting into your body is going to greatly affect how well your voice performs on a weekly basis or a nightly basis. And so not only do we have to make sure that we're taking care of the voice and making sure that we're doing the things that keep it strong and keep it well-preserved, but also treating it well with nutrition and environmental factors, things that you put in your body, where you put your, where whatever environment you're in that may be affecting how your voice is going to perform. So let's get into the root of what we got going on. The first thing you have to do when you want to make sure that you have a voice that's performing well night after night and you don't want to get sick in the wintertime is you have to first and foremost eliminate things that are detrimental to the voice. The main things that are detrimental to the voice are caffeine, alcohol, high sodium, dairy, wheat, spicy foods for some people, and citrus foods for some people. Dry air, caffeine, alcohol, high sodium, and food-related issues for most people can greatly affect the voice. The first thing is your environment at home and where you're at is going to be a dry environment in the winter. So you're going to want to combat that with a plan of action to keep your, not only your body hydrated, but the mucous membranes and your nasal cavities is keep that well hydrated as well, because you're already up against a big problem with the dry air in the Wisconsin winter. So you need to combat that. That's why caffeine, which is a dehydrating liquid, it will dehydrate your your voice. It will dehydrate your body. Alcohol dehydrates your body. High sodium foods dehydrates your body. These are things that contribute to a dry vessel. And when you have a dry vessel, your voice is not going to perform well. 
night after night, and it's going to break down very, very quickly. So the first thing you want to do is eliminate or remove or drastically reduce all the things that are contributing to a dehydrated voice, and that would be caffeine, alcohol, and high sodium. Get rid of those things or drastically cut them down. What I used to teach my students was if you have a show on Saturday and you don't want to cut out all these things all week long, I would for sure cut them out starting on after Wednesday. So you get maybe Thursday and Friday and Saturday going into your Saturday show where you cut these things out of your diet. And most people respond pretty well to that. Early in the week, they can still indulge in some of the things that they like that are negatively affecting their voice. But from Wednesday leading up to the show, they end up removing it or eliminating it. And that works for a lot of people. But some people need to just eliminate it at all costs because some people are chronically dehydrated. There's a lot of people that are chronically dehydrated. Like I said, I have experience with my own voice and with working with vocal students, but I also have experience being a certified nutrition coach that I understand what nutrition does to the body. And you have to understand that the voice is a muscle. It is based, it's all comprised of muscle tissue. So when those muscles are dehydrated and they're not exercised on a regular fashion, it's like any, if you didn't, if, if you want to run and, you've, and you don't run all week or you don't run for two weeks and then you just go start running randomly after not running at all in two weeks, your muscles are going to be tight. Your muscles are not going to perform at their, at their peak efficiency. So you have to treat it like a muscle and you have to treat yourself like an athlete. I tell this to people all the time who are in the music industry. You have to treat your body as an athlete. When you're a musician, we're going up there doing three, three and a half hour shows in typically dry environments in the winter here in Wisconsin and very, very hot and humid environments in the summer. And you're you're an athlete at this point where you need to keep your body at a tip top shape and especially your voice. So the first things you want to do is get rid of dehydrating things, and that is caffeine, alcohol and high sodium. The next couple of things you want to get out of your diet or drastically reduce leading up to the show i would say two to three maybe four days prior to the show cut these things out and that is dairy dairy forms a lot of mucus in in people's nasal cavity and in their in their back of the throat they can get acid reflux from it which causes irritation in the throat linings and i know that's not the same pipe so to speak where the air is flowing through but it does affect the uh, the the inflammation and the mucus that's being garnered up in your nasal cavity. You have to remember that your nasal cavity is a resin is one of the resonating chambers. So if that is gunked up with mucus, even the slightest amount, you're going to have difficulty singing and have difficulty preserving your voice and keeping your voice performing well over time, especially night after night. I would say wheat is another big one for a lot of people. Wheat can cause inflammation in the nasal cavity and the nasal passages and can cause them to inflame, which makes you feel like your nose is stuffed up, which it may not have mucus that's causing it to be stuffed, but it is the inflammation of the lining inside those na- that nasal cavity that is causing inflammation and swelling, which is going to cause you not be able to breathe properly, which is not going to cause you not to be able to resonate properly. If you're a tenor 
or a soprano, most likely you are using all three resonating chambers, the nasal chamber, uh, the mouth chamber, and also the chest chamber. So those three resonating chambers are being used a lot, all three of them, when you have a tenor or a soprano voice. So therefore, you're going to need that nasal cavity. So you do not want that to be inflamed or mucus in it. It's just going to be detrimental to you being able to perform at your best. Spicy foods are, for some people, they cause problems. They can cause mucus as well. They call a little bit of an irritated throat. That's why people that have spicy food, a lot of times they're clearing their throat after they've had dinner. Same thing with people that eat dairy. I know a friend of mine, he would he would have cheese or something on a pizza or something, and then for the next 15, 20 minutes, he would be clearing his throat. And I would say, well, it's because of the dairy. He's like, yeah, I always get it after I eat, and that's why, because it causes mucus. So you don't want that when you're singing. Spicy foods do that. Dairy does that. And citrus for some people, lemons and oranges those type of citrus fruit can cause some people to get a little bit of phlegm and mucus in the back of their throat if you're one of them i would stay away from those types of foods on definitely on show day if not leading up to the show two three days before the show i know a lot of people i say you know put lemon in hot water i wouldn't do that because for most people it does cause a little bit of irritation in uh, the throat and in the membranes. So I would kind of stay away from those things. That's the first thing you want to do. Next thing you want to do is, like I said, you want to make sure that your environment is not as dry as it is because we, 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 we're inside. In wintertime, we're inside either an office or inside our house, and the heat's on all the time, blowing that dry air from the furnace all into the house, which is drying out your system. And it can be so subtle that you really don't even notice it, but it is going to affect your range and your flexibility and pitch when you get into the live show. So the one thing that I recommend for all of my students at the time when I was coaching was that get a humidifier and put it in your bedroom. I've slept with a humidifier in my bedroom for years and years and years, and we run that in the winter months all night long while we're sleeping and we run it on high so it gets nice and moist inside that bedroom because think about it when you're sleeping at night that's when your your body is is supposed to be resting and repairing and you don't want it to be drying out your voice all night long from the furnace heat so get a humidifier and put it in your room and if you work in an office all day long i would get a small humidifier and put it in your office during the day, if you're if you're a singer who's got to sing on the weekends, but you work in an office all day long, and this even goes for summer too. Like I said, in summer we're in the air conditioning all summer long, and that's a dry air as well. So if you work inside an office building and you have to sing, I would get a small humidifier and put it in your office so that you can keep that air moist and a little bit of humidity into that air so that it's not going to dry out your nasal passages over time throughout the day. Your water intake has to be high. Obviously, everyone knows this. Water is key to keeping the the voice lubricated and well hydrated. So make sure that you're drinking plenty of water during the week and leading up to the show day, obviously. A lot of people, it's kind of funny, and I used to have this with my students. They would slam all this water the day of the show. And that's not how you hydrate a voice properly. It takes at least 24 hours for the water to get into the system and be used 
by the voice. So what happens is if you're going to slam a bunch of water two hours before the show, that water is barely being used to hydrate your voice. You need to be having water 24 hours prior to the show. That water gets assimilated into the system, gets distributed out amongst the system, and then gets repurposed and into the muscle tissues to hydrate those muscle tissues. So make sure you're taking, drinking plenty of water during the week. Now, a lot of people don't like water, plain water. I'm not a fan of plain water. So I don't like to drink just plain water. So the way you can get a lot of hydration and a lot of water into your body, if you're not a person that likes to drink water, is fruit. I eat an enormous amount of fruit. And so if you're eating apples and grapes and pears and bananas, even bananas are 72% water, and watermelon, and those type of foods, if you're eating a lot of those during the day, you're getting water from those foods because those foods are anywhere from 70 to 98% water. So if you're a person that doesn't like the taste of just plain water and you know bottled water, which I don't, if you eat a lot of fruit, you're going to be hydrating your body that way. And it tastes a lot better than just drinking absolutely just tap you know tap water or bottled water so just increase your fruit that will hydrate you as well and it's also good for your body because it's going to be good clean carbohydrates and it's going to make the muscles in your voice work better because you're constantly giving it a flow of carbohydrates so eat more fruit and that will help you hydrate the voice as well drink room temperature water especially when singing a lot of singers drink ice cold water this is not good for the voice when you're doing a performance because it the ice cold constricts the membranes in the throat and in the muscles of the throat and it's going to constrict your voice when it's ice cold drink room temperature water that's the best water to drink when you're doing a show do not drink hot liquids do not drink very cold liquids Drink room temperature liquids at all times when you're performing. And pretty much as a standard rule, I would try to stick to room temperature liquids if you can. Stay away from teas. A lot of people suggest tea, honey, and lemon. It's absolutely the the last thing you should be drinking is tea because tea has got caffeine in it. So therefore, it's going to be dehydrating the voice. Yes, it feels good when you drink a warm cup of tea because it feels good on your throat. So you feel mentally psychologically you feel like you're getting some type of relief but you're really not it's a false sense of security because the warm tea feels good on the back of your throat but it's not hydrating your throat from the inside hydration doesn't come from what comes on the outside hydration comes from inside and i can't stress this enough people think that think about it if you drink water Water does not go down the pipe that's going to the lungs where your vocal folds are. Water is going down into the stomach pipe that goes down to the stomach, right? So I know when people think, oh, you know, I'm going to drink water and it's going to hydrate my vocal cords. That's impossible because it's not even going over the vocal cords. It's going down a completely different pipe. So that's why it's got to go into your stomach, get assimilated through the body, and then sent out to the muscles to hydrate the muscles from inside. You cannot hydrate a voice from outside. So make sure you're not drinking tea because it's very dehydrating. 
It may make you feel good in the moment, but it's not doing anything for you in the long run. My next tip is a neti pot. Now, you guys have seen this all on TV. It's a saline solution that's got salt water, um, a, a low, low, low concentration of, of salt water that you spray or flush into your nasal cavities. And what this does is it hydrates the inside of your nasal cavities, but it also breaks up any mucus and any germs and bacteria that's up there and, and flushes it out the other nostril. And I've done videos on my personal Facebook page of, of how to do this, and maybe I'll do that again, and I'll throw it up on the Wisconsin podcast as a, uh, as a companion to this, uh, this uh, Wisconsin Entertainment podcast episode. But yeah, neti pot is great for singers. I use it during the winter months uh, if things get really dry. And if I start feeling a cold coming on or if I start feeling just a little bit of a scratchy throat, I hit the neti pot two, three times a day just to make sure I'm cleaning that out and keeping everything hydrated. Um, That's the best thing you can do, really. Stay away from medications for congestion and like Sudafed and Mucinex. These things artificially dry out the body they dehydrate dehydrate the body because that's how they get rid of the mucus and the runny nose by basically dehydrating you that is not a good thing your nose is running for a reason because your body is trying to get rid of the bacteria and the germs so that's a good thing and now you're shutting off that detoxifying mechanism of your body by taking Sudafed and taking Mucinex and these type of things. I made a mistake years ago where I, I had a bit a bit of a cold and I went and got Mucinex. And when I got to the show, I could barely sing anything because it just dehydrated me ten times more than I already was because of the cold. So stay away from medications. My rule to my students at the time and any singer out there is: if you got a cold, just suck it up and go for it. That's about the best you can do. Hydrate the voice. Get rid of the things I talked about earlier in the episode. Get rid of those things that are, are preventing you from healing, preventing your body from operating at peak efficiency, and just get through the show with no medication. And then when you get done with the show, you want to take a Sudafed, Mucinex, or something like that, cold medicine, so you can sleep better or you can just get some relief. That's fine, but I would not take any medication prior to a show. It's just going to cause a deeper, more, a bigger problem. It has potential for a bigger problem. I would rather just kind of stick it out and just gut my way through it. That's that's my advice. And of course, obviously, vocal rest. If you have a show on Saturday, I would teach people that they should be singing every day, should be warming up every day, and should be singing every day. But if you have a show, there's nothing wrong with taking a couple of days off. Come in fresh got a couple of days of vocal rest especially in the dry area that we live in and with colds if you're feeling slightly under the weather don't sing take a vocal rest rest those vocal cords talking is the worst thing you can do for your voice because typically we talk at one little monotone we just talk right down here and everything is at the same pitch everything we say is right in this one pitch and that's very damaging for the voice when you Sing, you're singing up in here and you're singing down here and you're you're fluctuating the pitch of your voice. And so when most people talk, they talk in a monotone voice. And that is not conducive. It's very, very hard on the voice. The voice needs flexibility. So when you're talking in different different pitches and different tones and different 
uh, aggressions and a different intensity that keeps the voice limber and keeps the voice flexible so but sometimes vocal rest is best if you have a job where you talk all day in the office or you're on the phones all day and you're going to talk all day and then you're going to go try to do a show later that night you're going to have problems because over the course of the day you're going to be slowly wearing out the voice so what you want to do is try to get vocal rest the day of a show, the day before a show, if you can. I would suggest singing the day before the show and resting the day of the show until you do your warm-up before the show. That's my my tip for that. And obviously, warm-ups and warm-downs, something that I taught religiously to all my students, and, and something I still use a, a warm-up that I've been using for 26 years now. Same warm-up I've been using forever and ever and ever and ever. I still do my warm-ups before shows. I still do my warm-down before shows. And utilizing a nice, long warm-up, a nice, long, slow warm-up, when you're not feeling well or the voice feels a little bit dry, that's going to help you get through a show as well. Because a lot of people will try to rush their way through a warm-up and try to just get right into performance mode and performance uh ability and rush the warm-up if you're feeling under the weather your voice is kind of dried out because of the winter or because of being in an office all day or being in a furnace all day or ac all day you want to take a nice long warm-up approach to make sure that that warm-up goes nice and slow and easy people confuse warm-up with singing warm-up is not singing it's not vocalizing a warm-up is just that it's When you think about a runner, runners run and then they stretch to warm up. Stretching is not running. If you were to go to run a 5K, you wouldn't go run a a 3.5K to quote-unquote warm up for the 5K, would you? Of course you wouldn't. So you've got to treat a warm-up the way the warm-up it was supposed to be. It's supposed to be easy, light, effortless, slow, and casual, and Take your time with it. Take 30 minutes. If I have a cold or if my voice feels a little bit tight because it feels dried out or just feels tight because it's just a little tight, like we all get voices that just don't feel ready to go, I've been known to take a one to two hour warm up and, and, and just let it take its course and really, really take its time with it. So those are my tips. Those are my tips for handling this Wisconsin climate that we live in as a singer. If you do these things that I pointed out in this uh, this podcast, you will drastically see great improvements in your voice within two or three performances if you just take care of these things. To recap the episode, first thing you want to do is eliminate things that are working against you. Caffeine, alcohol, high sodium, dairy, wheat, spicy foods for some people, citrus uh, foods for uh, for some people as well. Sleep with a humidifier in the room. If you work in an office, make sure you have a humidifier in the office as well to combat that dry air you're getting from the furnace. Make sure your water intake is high throughout the week, not just the day of the show or the night before the show. High water intake throughout the week. Use fruit if you don't really like the taste of water. Eat lots of fruit. That will help you stay hydrated. Keep your water at room temperature during the show. Nothing hot, nothing cold. No hot liquids, no cold liquids when singing. Stay away from tea because that's dehydrating. has caffeine in it. 
Uh, use a neti pot if you can to flush out those toxins and flush out, flush out that mucus and hydrate the nasal membranes. Use those on a weekly basis or at least at night before you go to bed. Stay away from medications when you have to sing. I would wait until after the show, taking any kind of Sudafed, Mucinex, that type of stuff. Use vocal rest when you're not feeling great or the voice is tight. Just rest your voice for a couple days and come back when your voice is feeling better. And make sure you utilize long warm-ups and make sure you warm the voice down after the show as well. Those are my tips for helping survive for all you singers out there. I feel for you. I've had a lot of, lot of vocal nights where i've been not feeling well i've had to i've sang two nights in a row with the flu and my voice didn't suffer at all i've i've had a cold and been able to get through a show i've had a cold and been able to get through three three nights in a row with the same cold all three nights utilizing some of these tactics the main thing is to get out of your body's way and give it what it needs in order to be able to perform properly. If you're working against your voice, it's always never going to perform. I had a student that came to me years ago and he said he's always so nervous going into a show because he doesn't know how his voice is going to perform. And I told him I've never had that feeling ever because I know I, I take care of my voice. I sing properly I warm it up properly, I warm it down properly, and I don't degrade it by giving it things that are going to work against it. So when I go into a show, I know my voice is going to be on point. I know even if I have a cold, my voice is going to perform probably 95 to 98%. I can get through a show. And the way you do that is utilizing some of these these uh, advice and these uh, these insights in order to keep your voice always at the ready there's been times when i wake up in the morning and i could just start singing without a warm-up at all and that comes from always treating your voice as the athlete that you are you are an athlete so you have to treat your voice like a runner treats their legs you have to treat your voice as a commodity this is this is what you do this you are an athlete and you need to think of yourself as as such so those are my tips for you guys today i appreciate you guys listen to the to the episode i appreciate you guys and i look forward to seeing you guys on the next episode